This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, America? And welcome to the newest episode of Dear America Uncensored. Yeah. We are sick and tired of this crap, man. And so we have decided that we are going to lean into this, this audio podcast. Um, And because we're just tired of it, it's time to be able to say what we actually want to say. How dare you? (laughs) Exactly right. Um, It's a crazy world out there, guys. Um, But before we go any further, this episode is sponsored by 912united.com. That is our company. You should go right now. If you support us, Lord knows we're in trouble with social media all the time. But if you simply love America, you should check out 912united.com. Um and just not be a communist, pretty much, at this point. There so you go. 912 united.com we've got new uh, releases coming out mm-hmm. tomorrow, and Black Friday sales are getting ready, too, so you can go subscribe to get ready for that. Um, let's get into the stuff for today. Yeah. Um, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. Obviously, we got the Million MAGA March and the chaos that ensued after that, but that's going to be towards the end. I've got some things I want to talk about. I got fact-checked again. We've been out of Facebook jail for two weeks, and I got fact-checked again. And so a lot of people are like, well, what did you lie about this time, Graham? I'll tell you, okay? Yesterday, uh, wait wait a minute, I got the notification two days ago, all right? This is where we're at, people. Um, When did I send this out? Saturday. So I got fact-checked on Saturday. What date was Saturday. Saturday was I don't I don't keep track of days, but Saturday was yeah. the fourteenth. Okay, yes, we have infinite technology on our phone. Saturday was the fourteenth. Okay, so what they fact checked me on was a post I made on November the fourth. Okay, I don't know if you know what November the fourth was. It was the morning after the November third election, of which nobody had any clue of what was going on. Yeah. So I went in there and I did those little interactive electoral maps. And I made my prediction. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I posted what I thought my prediction of the election would be on November the 4th. On November the 14th, Facebook fact-checks it as false information because that is, in fact, not what happened. Wow. They fact-checked me for a prediction yeah. that I made. On the internet. Yeah, that's like filling out a March Madness thing. Holy balls. What are we doing right over, now? Yeah, after it's over, they're like, yeah, you're actually wrong. Are your, you your guesses? Are you kidding me right now? That's like, crazy. Like, hold on, hold on. And then the article that they used to fact check me 
because <clears throat> I clicked on it. It was, a, of course, USA Today. They love me over there. <laughs> All right. The fact check article says this. Fact check. Some electoral maps show Trump leading with 232 votes. They're wrong. That's the article that they used to fact check me for a guess yeah. during the election. A guess. I got fact checked for an and then the comments is what really, really irritate me. So a lot of people are like, they didn't delete it. They just put a notice saying that, you know, this wasn't true. So why are you so upset? I'll tell you why I'm so upset because that dings our account. Yeah. When you get fact checked and you have a professional account, in other words, we do business there. We advertise through Facebook now, et cetera, et cetera. When it dings your account as sharing false information, it cuts down your distribution. It cuts down your ability to, to monetize. It mm -hmm. cuts down your ability to add revenue or retarget against, and it eventually can lead to the deletion yeah. of your page. Ladies and gentlemen, they are fact-checking guesses. Yeah, intentionally. Intentionally. Ten days later. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the dangerous slope here. And again, we can't talk about this on social media because if you talk about the gods of social media on the gods platform, they'll smite you. They will smite thee <laughs> with <laughs> thou shalt with, be smiteth. With thou checkers of the facts. Yeah. And you'll go to the south, the deep south. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we did a little, little Nikki thing. All right. Why is this so dangerous? Okay. Are they, are they fact checking every sports analyst? that says, my prediction, so-and-so yeah. wins. And then after the game, they go back and go, that's false You're information. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> liar, 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 liar. No, insane. they're not. They're only doing it to conservatives. Okay? I don't give a crap what anyone says. They are only doing this to conservatives. They not... They knew that that was a prediction. Mm -hmm. They know that. Yeah. They know that. And I have disputed this one. I normally just am like, I'm not going to win. I've disputed this. I have contacted USA Today because you can't contact Facebook. Because mm -hmm. Facebook is like, oh, it wasn't us that did it. Right. It was the third-party fact-checkers that did it. Um, <laughs> so I contacted, and I did the little template, and I attached the links and the articles and blah, blah, blah. I will read you exactly what I said. This was my response. Mm. Okay, they got a template. All right, so here, here's, here's what I said. Hello. Hello. Fact check at usatoday.com. <laughs> I said, hello, exclamation point. I am writing to dispute a piece of content that was fact checked on Facebook. Um, and then you got to include links. The organization rated Graham Allen content. You got to put the link was false on November 14th. The content was posted to this page, my page for reference. The fact check article was this, the USA today. This was what I said. I have reviewed the fact check and believe this to be unjustified. The post was made on November 4th as a prediction to what I thought the outcome of the election would be not what it was. This post was also made long before Biden was announced the projected winner of the election. I believe given this post was made in real time as a prediction of outcome, not refusing to accept the actual outcome, the false flag should be removed. 
Please let me know if you're able to update the rating or if you have any questions. Thank you, Graham Allen. Go suck it. Yeah. I didn't say that last part, but I should have. <laughs> um, this is the process, folks. That's all you're able to do. Yeah. That's it. It's sad that we have to do that. That's all you're able to do. There's no instant button to click to like submit. No, you have to go track down these people's email address and then send them an email like that, hoping mm-hmm. that they'll read it. And who knows? I, I don't. At this point, I don't care. That's why we have this show, and that's why it's so vitally important, guys, for you to either support us by sharing this, subscribing to this, giving us a rating, giving us five stars, or going to nine twelve united because that's how we pay for all of this stuff. Right? Because they're going after us. They are going after us, and they're systematically going to pick us off one by one unless we figure something out. And the only way to figure it out, the only path, is to create our own thing and to own our own thing, and you guys subscribe to it so you can hear what's going on because they're going to take us out. Adam Calhoun, my good friend Adam Calhoun, I don't agree with everything Adam says. He's definitely far more aggressive than me in a lot of things. Uh, but his Facebook page just got deleted. Deleted. And for the longest time, me and Adam had like a war, a friendly rivalry of who can get more votes on each video. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were neck and neck for about a year and a half. Yeah. And deleted. Gone. Over. Bye. See you later. That's what they're going to do to every single one of us. Yeah. I think people are finally waking up and like parlors. It has seen a huge surge in the past week. Yeah, but it's got but 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 we got to keep it going. Though. Yeah, see that's the thing. Yeah, like, like it can't just be can't just be a surge and then it stops. Sure. Like, like and that's why it's so important. And I know people get frustrated when we say you know you gotta you gotta subscribe, you gotta sign up, you gotta do this. It's the only way for us to guarantee that we'll be able to talk to you guys for forever. Mm-hmm. And it's that simple. All right, let's move on to other things. <clears throat> let's move on to um, toxic masculinity for a little while. And I'd, I'd really like to get into this conversation with you, Jake. And, and for reference, me and Jake, we don't disagree on the LGBTQ community per se, but we definitely have different, varying opinions, differing yeah. opinions yeah. on, on stuff. I am obviously more hard drawn in the sand. However, I have never been mean or, 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 uh, seg- segregated or went against anyone in the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. as a person. Okay. So, but as far as values go and what they believe, I am far more heels dug in the ground than Jake is, which is fine. And so that's why I want to bring this debate up here. So last night, Candace Owens got in a lot of hot water, and I am definitely in it this morning with my latest video that I made about Harry Styles, uh, the, the guy from One Direction, newest Vogue magazine article thing. Have you seen some of the... You know the the thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Have you seen, like, some of the pictures? No. Okay, well, this is one of them. Hot. Okay. So for those of you who have no idea because you're listening, I challenge you to just Google Harry Styles Vogue, and it is Harry Styles in women's dresses. Like, like that's the that's the Vogue. That's pretty brave. That's the Vogue article. So brave. Okay. And so I guess I want to start the debate today, um, which because I can see this taking us a little bit of time here. Um, 
Jake, initial thoughts. Just initial thoughts. You're looking at the picture. Initial thoughts. Just, just. I mean, what? Initial pops? thoughts. It's an ugly dress. First of yeah, all, yeah, it really least. is. It looks like a 1920s kind of like yeah. uh, Salem witch trial. <laughs> if you're trying to make a statement, at least go Salem all witch, the way. Salem witch trials wasn't in the 1920s. I just said. 1920s and then i skipped to yeah, salem yeah, witch trials. i got gotcha. you I, I think it's just you know uh stars celebrities like that live in bubbles and do things like that to you know they say i'm making a statement but what statement are you making you're a straight white male mm-hmm. um using well well, it, well, well now now to be to be 100 percent accurate he has said uh is he bi or something well the article, because I because I read into it, because you know I'm really trying to be more like this is actually what was said, not just my opinion. Um, so in an article back in 2019, December 2019, I don't remember who it was talking to him, but he was talking about clothes. He was talking about if I see a shirt I like and people tell me that's a girl shirt, I'm like, so what, kind of thing. Yeah. And then they said, well, if that's how you feel about that, is that how you feel about sexuality as well? And he responded with, yep. Yep. That was it. Okay. So you can infer that to mean that he's at least bisexual, right? Mm-hmm. Or gender fluid, whatever it whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. So again, and 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 you know, I want us to talk about this. <laughs> thoughts. Like, look at the picture. What are your thoughts? Like, okay, the dress, great. All right, cool. What are your thoughts about what the picture implies or what it means or or is it positive or negative for society like 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 what are your yeah is it positive or negative for society i I think it's he's trying to tell people like look if if i can come out and show people that you know i'm confident in a dress so can you you know and i think some people are struggling with that and that this might help them but you know, for me, it's it's just it's kind of amusing to see how serious he looks <laughs> in his face. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I don't have any problem with it honestly. If he wants to wear a dress, whatever, as long as they you know don't put hormones in kids under eighteen, I don't care what you do. So I don't care what you dress in. I agree that I don't care what you do in your own time and your own privacy. Right, like it don't. Like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been wearing drag for a long time. Yeah. What I care about is, I think that it is a big deal, it being blasted all over the cover of Vogue. Um, because, and here's why. Even though Harry Styles has grown up, his audience and the music that people listen to doesn't age. Like, it stays the same. So, therefore, Kids are still listening to One Direction right now, just like High School Musical. Like, like, like my kids love the High School Musical movies, mm-hmm. but freaking, oh crap, what's his freaking name? Uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Zach Efron is not the dude from High School Musical anymore. See what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a grown man now. Right. So the people that are idolizing Harry Styles are still children. Like, like, like that's the price you pay. For becoming famous very young, okay? Your your art, your music, your movies, they don't age. They stay the same, okay? So children across multiple generations will always be fans of Harry Styles as One Direction. Mm-hmm. 
So now you've got this implementation of, well, it's okay to wear dresses. It's okay for, you know, men can wear dresses too, and men can be women and women can be men. Yeah. And, and, and it's being portrayed to, let's not, let's not sugarcoat this. Anybody that would argue this with me is not paying attention. Nobody is doing this to make grown adults feel better. Right. Drag queen story hour. Yeah. Nobody is doing this so grown adults feel more comfortable in their skin. They're doing this and they are pushing it towards kids. Mm -hmm. And you've got to show me some legit proof to the contrary in that regard. This is geared towards kids. Because here's the other truth. At 30 to 40 years old right now, the current generation, mm-hmm. you either believe men are women or women are men or you don't. There ain't no convincing in that regard. This is focusing on the younger generation. Why is it so wrong to teach boys to become men? Why is that a bad thing? Like, what? when did that become this huge issue? I think they see it as forcing boys to become men instead of allowing them to become whoever they end up becoming. But then that goes along with the argument of that goes along with entitlement and selfishness in my regard. Now, stay with me here. Okay. We have become a generation that does not accept circumstances. And we believe that we can just change whatever we want, Mm -hmm. however we want, whenever we want to do it. Okay. You're born what you're born. Sorry. It's just, it's, just the way, it's just the way it is. You were born what you were born. Okay? Your parents' chromosomes weren't out to get you that led to you X, Y, or that isn't something that was to oppress you as to who you are. Yeah. You are, you are a male or you're a female. If you want to explore different sexualities in the privacy of your own home, et cetera, Sure, why not? Yeah. But to me, Vogue is a completely accessible thing to anyone who wants to buy it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not like Playboy or uh, Maxim and things like that. Like, they won't let you buy Maxim if you're a certain age and stuff. To be so wildly available to the younger generation, I do not see the long-term benefit of pushing this agenda that masculinity is toxic. Yeah. And that we, no, we need men that are okay with, you know, fighting, providing, working, being rough, and and being tough men. Like, that is what sustains a society. If you want to indulge in whatever fantasies and, and, and feelings that you have, whatever, fine. But to ignore the fact that if every single, if the majority of people, ask yourself this question, Jake, if the majority of people, men specifically in the LGBTQ community become the majority of the population one day, mm-hmm. is that a sustainable population? Well, no, no. And it's that's, impossible. that's my point. That, yeah. That's the point that I'm trying to make is, is everybody wants to focus on the micro. I'm trying to focus on the macro. Yeah. The long-term survival of a society is not sustained, A, by women, and B, weak men. Okay? 
and we are formulating this viewpoint. Yeah, and to clarify, you weren't saying that gay men are weak men. You were saying that we they're trying to, you know, take masculinity away. Yeah, yeah. when I say things like sissifying men, I'm not attacking the homosexual community when I say right. that. Because I'm not saying that there aren't gay men that can beat the crap out of oh, people. Oh, yeah. That's Tough what, gay men. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Right. Okay? Everybody wants to focus on, but that's also not what's being tried to be pushed right this second. You see what I'm saying? You don't see Vin, Vin Diesel-looking people or The Rock-looking people that happen to be gay on the front cover of Vogue. Yeah. You see, because nobody wants to say, nobody cares mm -hmm. about that. Oh, okay. You know, you're a biker and you're gay and uh, nobody cares. Yeah. The only thing that we're pushing is the most extreme versions of sissifying men. I also think a lot of it is on the parents too, because when I have a kid, he's not ever going to end up at a drag queen story hour. He's never going to be there. Exactly. So he's never going to buy a Vogue magazine because, you know, uh, He's I got a, a child, I got a good I got a good you know? I got a good one. Here you go. Here you go. Okay, here it is right now. And we can never say this not on air. All right. When I say we are sissifying our men, people automatically assume that I associate it with the act of sexual things. Okay? Because unfortunately, the LGBTQ community, the straight community or whatnot, it is defined when we're having this argument by who you want to have sex with. Okay? Oh, you may want to not let the kids listen to this episode, by the way. Earmuffs. Uh, anyway, but that's that's what it is. At the most basic core of the argument, it is based around who you want to have sex with. So when I say we're sissifying men, people automatically assume I'm only talking about and I'm only directing it towards the LGBTQ community because men are having sex with men or women having sex with women, whatever, right? That's not it. I know a lot of straight guys that want to have sex with women that are the weakest, most sissified excuses for men I have ever seen in my entire life. I am not directing that purely towards the LGBTQ community, but that is what the mainstream media, Hollywood, music, the far left are using mm -hmm. to force this sissification of men. They're LGBTQ community listeners. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you are being used to ruin our society. You're being used. Okay? Religiously, everybody knows where I stand religiously on this. Jake, you know where I stand. It ain't changing. But as Americans, as freedom-loving Americans, mm -hmm. do what you want to do. Okay? But you are being used as puppets to potentially end the longevity of our society. Yeah. Do you think, and Candace Owens, I can't claim this, Candace Owens brought this up. Do you think people in China, our greatest rival, you think their men are walking around in dresses and heels? <laughs> no, they're learning how to stab people and slit your throat in yeah, your sleep. They're getting ready for war. But that's, that's the truth. And all of this is based around this utopian lie mm -hmm. that we can all just be whatever we want to be. You know, there is a conspiracy theory that all, a lot of this drag, uh, encouraging kids to transition, a lot of that comes from Russia and China disinformation. I wouldn't, on, on I would, I wouldn't doubt it. That's to what, weaken us. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, if we and I posted a picture on my Instagram today, and on the left it was 
<laughs> sometimes 15-year-old kids on the boats D-Day going to the beach, yeah. Normandy. And then I posted the picture of Harry Styles, and I said how it started and how it's going. Okay? I'm not trying to attack the LGBTQ community. I'm trying to point out the fact, and if you belong to that community, you should pay attention to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You are being used to corrupt, weaken, and potentially destroy our society in the future. I'm not saying that you are evil or a problem or any way. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're being used. Yeah. Uh, we got to get, get into a sponsor, but you know a good way to... <laughs> Jake is just cutting me off. <laughs> you know a good way to test that? Uh, I've seen it. A friend of mine who is gay, who lived out in California... Uh, went on his Facebook and said, you know, no matter what happens with this election, Candace Owens 2024, right? Yeah. And raked over the coals. All of his friends started turning on him. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And so if if you're gay and people assume you're a Democrat, come out and make a public statement about you support Trump and see how you are no longer a member of the club, the identity politics club, you know? Right. And, And that's where we are today. And so... Anyway, please share your thoughts. Um, you know what we need to do? Charlie Kirk has this. He has an email specifically for podcast stuff. Oh, yeah. So we need to create an email for people to be able to write us about what we're talking about. Here. Okay. Um, yeah. Obviously, obviously, we don't have that email right now. Uh, but by next episode, by God, <laughs> we will have an email for you guys to respond to us directly. Yeah. And we can start... Uh, reading those but jake is about to cuss me out i gotta get into a sponsor all right jake who do we have all right simply safe okay actually this is really good we just bought a new house and in that house we have simply safe uh there's almost always a risk in break-ins during the holidays it's why simply safe home security is having a huge holiday sale 30% 30% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Recently, US News and World Report called it the best home security of 2020. So whether you're traveling or staying put for the holidays, check out the 30% off plus free security camera deal before it ends this week. You can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's super easy. Um, Simply Safe security specialists. Oh, excuse me. If anything happens, then Simply Safe security specialists take over monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help to the moment there's an alarm. Get 30% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting simplysafe.com slash dear America. Hurry, this deal expires on Friday. That's simplysafe.com slash dear America. Simplysafe.com slash dear America. All right. I wasn't quite done with this argument. So, 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 well, it's not an argument. I wasn't quite done with this discussion because I think it's important, right? I do. We're, we've been so focused on the election lately that we hadn't talked about other things. Mm-hmm. So, so I just want to make sure that I drive this home one more time because I realize sometimes in brief sound bites, people can lose track of what it is that I am saying. Our society, every society, It's not just us. It's every society since the creation of time depends on strong men and strong women. Mm -hmm. Period. And when I say that the issue I have with the Harry Styles Vogue, that's not the only issue I have. It's just the most in the the public eye right this second issue. Yeah. 
that I truly believe that the far left, Hollywood elites, the music scene, uh, if you're a conspiracy theorist, the Russian and China propaganda misinformation stuff is using the LGBTQ community for 20 years from now, making us a society that cannot defend itself. Mm-hmm. It can't. It can't. Military listeners, okay? Military listeners, listen to me for a second. You know that our military, the incoming people coming in are weaker. You know this. You know this. This isn't something like, it's some kind of unspoken thing because everybody wants everybody to believe the military is, you know, everybody that goes through the military is this tough killer. Yeah. If you're a veteran or in the military right now, you know that's not true. You know that they are lessening standards. Yeah. They're making standards gender neutral now. There's no differential. Uh, and what I mean by that, okay, and I've been very firm about this, the new PT tests that are coming out are now gender neutral, mm-hmm. right? Or at least they want it to be. Did you know that when I was 18 years old, I had, I want to say it was fifteen fifty six to run two miles. Whereas the same aged woman had like 18 minutes, an additional three minutes to run because most of the women, the majority of them couldn't do it. They could not keep up. Now, obviously there's always that one, 2%. Of -hmm. course they could keep up with any man. Yeah. Not saying they can't. We're talking about majorities here, but now you make it to where you got these men coming in that no longer have the higher standard to, um, adhere to, mm-hmm. and it weakens the entire force. If you're in the military, you know what I'm talking about. You know I'm not making this crap up. Now you can't shark attack people the same way in boot camp because it's it's too traumatizing. Um, it, it is insanity to where the military is just becoming like just another job almost. Yeah, you go off to your to your corporate training. And then you come back and that, oh now now you're in the military now, okay. <laughs> what happens when we have another war? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Is is who's going to be running out of the U-boats? Who, exactly. Who are the men and women that are ready to freaking stab somebody if they need to? Yeah, or ready to give their life for their country. Look, I don't condone violence, but I am 100% committing acts of violence to protect this country and to protect the people I love. Yeah. I'm not pro-violence, but I am very pro-protecting what needs to be protected. And my biggest concern is that we are sissifying men. And when I say that, I'm not saying that you're a sissy if you're gay. It's not what I'm saying. But they're using the LGBT the LGBTQ community to sissify men. That's what they're doing. And if you if you disagree with that, if you think that's bad, I mean, Jake, I'd love your your opinion on it. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I think it's the toxic masculinity thing. They're you know supporting the LGBTQ community, but then it's the, so hard to say the the God. straight community they're attacking. They're saying your way of life is wrong or you know, you're trying to force your ways on us. It's like, no, nobody's doing that. But if you're trying to, you know, tell my son that he's a girl or, you know, trying to say that wearing a dress is okay. It's like some people don't, don't believe that. And yeah, like I always say, strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. 
Weak men create hard times. And after World War II, you know, the greatest generation, things were pretty good for a while. And life is so easy now with our phones, with everything. We become lazier, um, less social. You know, that's a big part of it, too. I don't know. I, I think it is intentional by the left. The conspiracy side is that they're a bunch of pedophiles and they're trying to normalize pedophilia for when all this, you know, uh, oh, that'll happen. Jelaine Maxwell stuff comes no, out. No, no, no. That'll happen. 100% it'll happen. And, you know, if you're like, oh, that's a little far-fetched. Really? Look around you. Look around you right now. What is far-fetched anymore in 2020? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm being, I'm being serious. I, I am almost at the point now where I am waiting. I am waiting. <laughs> Let's go deep down the rabbit hole really quick. I am waiting for Trump to prove fraud. Mm-hmm. Biden still becomes president, and I am waiting because you know it'll happen. You know, you, know, you know the rumblings are already starting. Trump's our president. By the time this tallying is all over, Trump's going to be at right at around 74 million votes. And that's just the people who voted. You know it's already happening. People are already starting to rumble. What if the government proves that we can't trust them, which we already know we can't? But what if we can prove that there's fraud and then it still doesn't fall back our way? Maybe we should just separate this thing. The rumblings are already happening, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't something that crazy just coming out of my mind. No, this is, yeah. this is, this is pe- people in the GOP, conservatives, Democrats, everybody. They are all preparing for the worst case scenario that we're headed down right this second. Okay, because if Trump does prove fraud and the elections are overturned, do you really think that the left is not going to freak out over that? Oh man. Do you really think that the left is not going to, we haven't seen anything yet, folks. Right. You haven't seen anything yet. You think you've seen violence in the street. You haven't seen anything. So at what point, that's where I find myself today as I try to think about it, is don't tell me that things can't happen. Because this is 2020, man, mm-hmm. and the direction that we're going, 2021 is going to be a lot worse. What happens? What happens if, did, go back in the history books. This kind of stuff is exactly how, how countries separate, how civil wars start. This is exactly how it happens. You don't believe in the election system. You don't believe the results and you refuse to acknowledge that Biden is your president. Nope. No, he's not. You stole it. We yeah. know you stole it. So we are not going. And, and, and I can honestly say that that is what I believe now. Yeah. At first, I was 100%. like, you know, we got to prove it. I'm not. I, I 100% believe that it was stolen from us. Mm-hmm. Look, at the, look at all the House and Senate races. The, the Republicans destroyed the, the, the look at it. Look at the map. There's just little pockets of blue everywhere. Everything else is red. Oh, the population. Shut up. It's about the United States. This is how it starts. 74 million Americans go, no, no, that's not our president. We know it's not. You cheated. We're not. No, it's not. He's right. not our president. 
We're not paying your taxes. We're not doing that. You're going to come in here and tell us now, now we got to, not only do we not believe that you're the president, now you're going to tell us that we got to pay all this stuff in taxes and you're going to do all these things. You're going to make us enroll back into Obamacare and pay all this extra fees and stuff. Screw you. And you're going to threaten people who supported Trump. You're going to national mass mandate. Mm -hmm. You're going to put us on a four to six week minimum lockdown the second you take office. Screw you. Mandatory vaccines. But that's what mandatory vaccines, which will lead to, all right, the second they start doing mandatory vaccines, ladies and gentlemen, this is the road that we're headed down. China. Okay, it's time to get real here. I'm done with this trying to toe the line because I'm worried about losing sponsorships and all this stuff. That's why you need to be subscribed to this. This is the road we're headed down. <clears throat> the second this vaccine comes out, which now Moderna has a 95% effective vaccine, hmm. which has never been heard of in the history of ever. It's only a matter of time before. <laughs> Social credit system. You can't, unless you have proof of vaccination, you can't get on planes. Mm-hmm. You can't go to school. You can't get a job. Can't do anything. We're headed there. If you don't think that that's possible, Alyssa gets mad at me when I say this, but you're an idiot. If you don't think that that's possible. Yeah. And he'll, he'll get rid of your guns, too, before the social credit they're talk, starts. They're talking about it right now, and he's going after your guns. <clears throat> they're talking about it right this second, even concerts. They were like, well, we think that indoor concerts can start again. We'll just make it to where... Um, you know, when you buy through Ticketmaster and StubHub, you have to upload proof of your vaccination mm-hmm. before you can even buy a ticket. And then when you show up, it it tells whether or not you've been vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. That's where we're headed, people. That that that's not that's not me and Jake sitting here like coming up with a what if. No, that's already they're already talking about it. Yeah, that's Soviet Russia, Nazi Germany, like people the who Hill, don't know history. The Hill, the New York Post, all these people are already talking about it. Literally in front of your face. They are already talking about it. So what I'm telling you is people are talking about things behind the scenes of what if fraud is proven? What if, which fraud has already been proven. That's the craziest thing to me. Yeah, you don't even have to prove the fraud. You just prove that the machines can be uh, tampered But with. the way the courts are going, they're like, you didn't prove enough fraud. Mm. What? What are you talking that's like saying to me that I can prove Alyssa cheated on me, mm-hmm. but I can't prove enough cheating. Yeah. Are, what? Cheating's cheating. Cheating is cheating, man, and you cheated. What happens when 74 at a minimum million Americans not only, not only just don't like the president, okay? We do not believe that Biden is president. That you saw it in the million mega march, and I know we got to get into another sponsor, but this is going to be a long episode because I got we got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kirk's doing four hour podcasts. We're fine, <laughs> okay? Um, crap. You, you gave me the, the million, de- you gave me the death stare, Jake. Million man march. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're seeing it now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it now. You you are seeing two two sides of people. One side believes that Biden is their president. Mm-hmm. And the other side is willing to freaking die for the fact, no, Trump is the president. This, if you, if you are not paying attention 
you are sadly mistaken. Do you really really think that if Trump leaves the White House, that the very next day he's not having conversations with people about what if there's another president? What if there, and and, and I see you shaking your head and some of you listening at home are going, you know, kind of stuff. It's not pretty. Tell me that it's not possible. Prove to me that it's not possible. Well, part of the problem also is the people on the left, even if they know it's fraudulent, they would rather take the win. Show me in the Constitution where it covers massive fraud of a stolen election. Where does it cover that? Where does it cover that kind of stuff? Where does it cover the fact of if the Supreme Court chooses not to hear something, mm-hmm. or the Supreme Court chooses not to rule, where does it cover? Think about can you Google really quick what the population of the colonies was in 1776? I, I'm just curious, really quick, and, and, and then we'll get into our sponsor while we continue this. But just what was the population of America in 1776? 2.5. 2.5 million people. All right, so, so just put it into perspective here for five seconds. When the Constitution was written, and I'm not, I'm not discrediting the Constitution in any way. I am a firm constitutionalist. Where is it in the Constitution that 74-plus million people, at a minimum, truly believe that the election was stolen from them? What do you do? Well, I mean, 50 million. I have more people following me than were in the entire colonies when America was formed. Yeah. Think about that for five seconds. I have the ability to reach more people in a single hour than the entire American colonies in 1776. Yeah. We're headed down some stage. We'll continue this. Don't lose this thought, but we got to get into a sponsor and then we're done with sponsors and we can truly just talk. So here we go. All right. All right. Let's see here. Stupid phone won't let me do what I need to do. Oh, that's the one I just read. We the people. I hate technology. All right. Here we go. We the people holsters the pending results of the elect. See here. Even even the advertisers know that we're. (coughs) I can't talk. That we are headed down a dangerous road, ladies and gentlemen. The pending results of the election will no doubt cause a spike in gun sales. If you are making a firearms purchase because you're worried about the future of the Second Amendment, I want you to be safe, responsible, and carry with the We the People holsters. Starting at just $40, We the People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly and made right here in the USA. They have thousands of of options to choose from, plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. I can't read. Go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Graham to get yours today. Every holster ships free and comes with a lifetime Lifetime guarantee. guarantee. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code G-R-A-H-A-M. That's Graham. This makes a great gift and satisfaction is guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. That's wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. Graham. All right. So on to the election stuff. There's a lot of things to talk about. Um, So first of all, let's talk about the fact of what happens if Americans just say no. All right. 
So let's go down that road. And the reason I bring this up is Dr. Fauci. Oh, God. Little Hitler. That's what I'm going to start calling it. Um, said Sunday, it will, be, it will still be necessary to social distance and wear a mask after a coronavirus vaccine becomes available. Then it goes on to say that we can't have Thanksgiving, can't have Christmas, and it'll be at least till 2022 before life returns back to any resemblance of what we had before. They want us to submit. My question for the audience today is actually, you know what? Screw this. Email me, graham at dearamericamedia.com. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com right now. Email me your questions and your responses to this. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. What happens if 74 million Americans just say no? What happens? What happens? What if the governors and what if the mayors and all this stuff say, no, you will do this? And what if the people said, no, we won't? You can't arrest all of us. 1776. But no, I, I'm, I'm being honest. What if, God, what if President Biden says we're, we're, we're instituting these tax hikes and 74 plus million Americans say, no, we're not going to pay it. In fact, we're not going to pay you a dang thing. You can't arrest all of us. The left should sympathize because they said not my president for four years. So we're actually proving it this time, unlike they were unable to prove. But that's, but that's my point. They cheated. Yeah. The whole world knows they cheated. <clears throat> and all of this stuff with these with these uh other country leaders congratulating Biden, I it makes you be- believe they're in on it. Right. Because Trump was handing them their butt for 4 years, mm-hmm. man, and they want Biden so bad they can barely stand it because it'll put uh, America back into that submissive, bend mm-hmm. me over and take it up the tailpipe, you can do whatever you want to do mindset. Because there's a legitimate amount of people that would much rather just not cause wakes in the water. Whereas Trump's coming through there with a speedboat, mm-hmm. just rocking the boat. Because that's what was best for America in the long run. And so what happens if we say no? I'm telling you, I am telling you right now, okay? The sheriff in our town is on my on my charity foundation's board. I'm telling him to his face and everybody here, if they try to lock us down again, I'm not doing it. Period. And I'll put a sign on the front door that says, Yes, we're here. Yeah. I'm serious. It is getting that serious. You know, I've been really conflicted lately, and I've been praying a lot because I've been sitting here and I'm going, you know, with all this craziness that's going on, all the attacks on social media, the censorship, the everything, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Do I bend the knee and just, you know, bend the knee so I can keep making money? on Facebook and all this other kind of stuff, or, or, or is this the time and is this the moments that 20 years from now they're going to write about it in the history books yeah. because people said enough is enough? Are, are we there yet? I don't know. How do you know you're in those moments until after the moment already happens, right? right. Yeah. Like, how do you know? You know when they're at their your front door. 
Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but that, but, but again, that's my point is, is this the time that we should make it to where it doesn't get to that point because we say no. Yeah. I think States could secede. I think multiple States, especially in the South will secede and just for four years be their own government and reassess the situation. Well, if we later. go back to the to the normalcy of society today is we can do whatever we want, right? Like yeah. that's that's what the society is now. We identify as a different country. So why why should we even have to go to war if we want to secede? Just draw a horizontal line through the middle of America and just say if you believe in conservative values, you're down here. If you believe in do whatever you want to do Utopia society, you go up north. Why should we have to fight a war over that? Because apparently in 2020, we can do whatever we want to do. Yeah, I think that's going to be the problem is it won't be a north-south thing. No, 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 no. It's not a north-south thing. I'm just saying you got to draw a geographical line somewhere, right? <laughs> Somebody's got to move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because think about all the counties. Think about all the counties that are up in Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Illinois, that are red counties. Mm -hmm. But their state is blue because two counties... Have more people in it. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on, and I know some of you may be thinking, whoa, this is like getting really intense really quick, but that's where we're, that's where we're headed. We're there. We are there. That is where we are headed. Okay? There is zero chance, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, zero chance the election process is ever trusted again. Zero. No chance. It's gone. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, it's gone. The election process as we know it is done. It is not going to work anymore. It will not work anymore. Even if Biden remains president next year or four years from now, nobody's going to trust it. Right. If, if Trump proves the fraud, then the entire thing has to be rewritten. Yeah. No matter what happens, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what, the election process as we know it as Americans is done. Is it fixable? Maybe. Yeah, definitely fixable. But it has to be completely redone. Mm -hmm. All this mail-in ballots crap, I don't think it should be legal at all. Sorry, if you can't make it to vote, then you don't vote. Sorry. I'm not saying you shouldn't have the right to vote or you can't vote next time, mm -hmm. but you didn't make it. It's the only way to truly know that the votes are the votes are real. Votes are legal. And then you want to talk about some really scary stuff. What about four years from now? If you don't have the vaccine, you can't vote. Oh man, you don't think you you, you don't think it could happen, Jake? No, one hundred percent. If Biden gets elected, but that's what I mean. Yeah. What do you do? We'll be forced to hand over our guns. We'll be forced to have vaccines. But see, but see, what I'm trying to tell you is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't realize how close we are, what you just said, the, the second that happens, people are going to start shooting. It's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Look, guys, I am not pro-violence. I'm, I'm pro-reality. The second Joe Biden goes after our guns, the second that, because what's going to happen is Americans, gun-owning Americans are going to say no. Yeah. And then what do you, what do you do? If you're Joe Biden, you can't back down right. because you said this is what we're doing. Yeah. So then you got no choice but to send in the cops first. And then the police force is going to be divided. Half the cops will do it. The other half the cops will say no. Yeah. 
Okay, so then you're not going to have enough cops, so then you're going to have to send UN, the military. The UN. Yep, and then half the military is going to step down yep. and say, nope, and the other half is not going to be enough to take it. So then you're going to have to rely on allies. Foreign agents. To help you get your own country under control, and that is when things get truly, and, truly scary. And if people don't think this has happened before search on youtube nra gun grab katrina and it was right after katrina happened and there's video of people there's an old lady they're asking for a gun and they tackle her they're like give us your guns because she went over to grab it too fast like they already did this in katrina go watch the video it'll freak you out and that's how it'll happen again he'll send military police probably like ukrainian german people that don't even live here to take our guns from us yeah so what do you do what do you do to prevent something like that from happening? And we'll revisit that. But first, I want to prove to you more about that this is where we actually are. So the president just tweeted, uh, this was um, 11.55 p.m. on the 15th. Okay. All he did was say, I won the election, exclamation point. Twitter then deems it. Official sources called this election differently. That's what they're saying now. Official sources. Mm. official sources called called this election differently what are the official sources uh the electoral college vote doesn't even solidify till december 14th i think it is so what are the official sources that are calling this do you mean the news yeah you mean the Faux news you mean the the left-leaning owned news outlets is that what you mean by official sources oh the ap called it the ap hmm are you freaking kidding me? They're not biased. CNN called it. Okay. Fox News called it. Well, I may never go on Fox News again. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I was on Newsmax yesterday. Um, you let Disney buy you out, sell your soul. But, but, but my question is this. What are the official sources? Does anybody, Jake, do you know actually how the electoral college vote actually happens? Do you know what that is? Uh, I think so. There's like, they... There's like a convention of some kind. Okay. All right. So so every state, mm -hmm. just take Arizona, for example. Now, some states differ per se, but this is verbatim from the GOP of Arizona. This is how it works. When you vote on a ballot, okay, this is learning time for everyone here. <clears throat> when you vote on a ballot, if you vote for Donald Trump, what you don't realize is you're not actually voting for Donald Trump. Right. You're voting for the elect electorates. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So there's basically, uh, Arizona's got 11 electoral college votes. So basically there's 22 people standing on standby. Yeah. Okay. There's 11 Democrats for the DNC and there's 11 Republicans for the GOP. Okay. That have all vowed that they will vote the way that their state tells them to vote. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you vote for Donald Trump. You're actually voting for the 11 people that are in the GOP to then on December, and I believe it's 14th, I know it's in December, to go and cast their respective electoral college vote to solidify the election. That's how it actually works. And also, I found out legally, they're not required to actually do it. They have vowed that they would do it is it december 14th i'm looking for okay they, they vowed that they could but they could easily go up there and be like no uh arnold schwarzenegger um independent we're gonna we're gonna do that they could technically vote for themselves did you know that 
I didn't know that till just the other day. I didn't realize that that was a thing, mm. but, but it's true. So that's how the voting actually works. So my question is with, with Twitter is how can you put a tag on the president's tweet, which by the way, they've added it up since the election started 34% of everything. The president tweets gets tagged mm-hmm. 34%. So how can Twitter say official sources called this election differently? they can say whatever they want look i understand that precedent like normally we you know go by you know what what has happened and what the news outlets are calling and things like that but it's not official until december Mm -hmm. when the electoral representatives go and they cast the vote for the states and then it becomes official so why is it that Twitter can say stuff like that, but then Candace Owens puts a video out the other day, it's got millions of views, and all it said was, Joe Biden, in fact, is not the president-elect yet. That's factually true. Yeah. Now, it may not be precedent-wise the most common thing, right? but factually, it is true. But yet, Facebook deemed it false information. <laughs> I got false information for a guess a guess of what the outcome might be during the process Mm -hmm. it's not like i'm saying now that you know we're in some crazy crazy times and if you are not paying attention you are going to be (laughs) shell-shocked very 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 soon yeah if you do not see the direction that we are headed, no matter what. Jake, I do not see a way for this not to turn not to turn ugly no matter what happens. Yeah. I don't see any way out of it. So let's talk about the uh, Million MAGA March. So for those of you who don't know, Saturday, um, they had the march basically for President Trump. It was pretty much for Americans that do not believe that the election results are true and believe that the election was stolen to peacefully protest in the streets of D.C. It was beautiful. I mean, it really was. It was beautiful. There was tens of thousands of tens of thousands of people. I don't know what the official count was, but it was a lot of freaking people. It was huge. It was huge. It was a lot of people. There's videos of them just peacefully marching. There's videos of them singing the national anthem in unison. It was beautiful. It, it was a true representation of what a peaceful protest is supposed to look like. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of Trump supporters, conservatives, that's who they are. They're, they're not Trump supporters, they're conservatives. They're, re- they're real conservatives. Peacefully protesting. Not a single act of violence. Not a single building burned down. Not a single pair of Jordans stolen. Or TV. But then, as the sun began to set, and the crowds started to thin out, because, you know, people have lives. Mm-hmm. Then, the chaos started. And then the true scum and thugs of our society began to come out. And crawl out from under rocks. Because they're cowards, and that's what cowards do. You see, Black Lives Matter and Antifa wouldn't dare 
show up while there's tens upon tens of thousands of conservatives in one place in broad daylight. No, they're like wolves. Yeah, wait till they thin out. Wait till they thin out. The herd thins out and then they attack. And then knock them out from behind. And then knock them out from behind. And they went after women. They... Yeah, the video of the guy that got knocked out from behind while the guy was while the black guy was holding the Trump Pence out now sign. Mm-hmm. As the girls laughed as they ran. That away. guy didn't even have freaking any Trump thing on him. He was just white. Yeah. That's the worst part that nobody really has talked about is he didn't even have any Trump anything. He had a jacket with some orange lettering on it. Black jacket with some orange lettering, but he was a white dude. Yeah. Gets punched from behind, gets knocked out, and then people steal his phone and then kick him in the head while he's down. Tough guys. They attacked women. They attacked elderly. They attacked people at restaurants. The The, the war has already started. Yep. And, and that's the scariest thing to me is it, it almost feels like and I know a lot of people are going to give me flack for this, but but it's the only comparison I can think of, okay? It's almost like when World War II was already going on and America was just kind of ignoring it. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's not our problem. It's not our problem. Not our problem. Not our problem. And then Pearl Harbor happened, and it's like, holy crap, it's our problem. Yeah. It almost feels like that. We haven't had the Pearl Harbor moment yet. Right. But we are ignoring that there is a war starting. Yeah, I don't know what else qualifies as the war starting. Like, if bullets are flying at each other, yeah, pretty sure that's that's the start of the war. And, and the war this time is over who controls the country. It's not over slavery or rights to own slaves. It's not over freedom from oppression. Mm-hmm. It's over who has control of the destiny of America. And this all plays into everything that we've talked about today. I've talked about the, 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 the sissification of men. It doesn't affect us right now. It affects us 20 years from now. Right. What's going on right this second? Well, it'll affect us a lot quicker than the toxic masculinity thing will. But it's more so 30, 40 years from now. What does America look like if conservatives don't stand for what we truly believe? What does America look like 40 years from now? Scary. What do we allow as conservatives? Do we allow for these draconian, sycophantic, tyrannical lizard people? (laughs) Do we allow these things to become reality gretchen whitmer has already locked back down her state yep do we allow that to happen i i mean that that is my that is my honest question and it's we a question, put those people there please and email me graham at dearamericamedia.com email me your questions email me what you think about this what happens if her state just says no right you know as you break your microphone Jake has Jake has broke has broken his microphone as we're talking. He's so mad. He has broken the mic. Um, he's trying to bat and fix it right now. But what happens? What happens, ladies and gentlemen? What happens if we say no? 
who's really in charge? That's the question. Is Americans as a whole have forgotten who is really in charge? Yeah, we put those people there. We are. We put her in office. By God, we can take her out. You're supposed to represent the people that voted for you. Well, I'm pretty sure that they don't want to be locked down again. So what happens? Where are we headed? <laughs> I don't know what the next thing is going to be. I think I think what I think the next thing that's going to happen is I think that I think that Trump is going to prove fraud. I really do. Yeah. And then what I my fear is that Supreme Court is going to say it's not enough fraud. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to hear it. Joe Biden's going to be president. And you're going to have at least 74 million Americans say no. And then what happens? What happens when you have millions upon millions of people saying no? No more. Yeah. It's just like a, it's just like anything in life. It's just like I don't know, a, a, an abusive relationship or whatever, uh, a, a, a toxic relationship where they cheat on you or whatever. It is. What happens when you finally get to the point where you say no more, mm -hmm. not doing it anymore? No, come and make me. Very powerful words. Make us come take it. Yeah, come take it with the guns. But I think I think that I think we're moving. Come and take it was was used in our formation. I think that make us is is the new the new slogan moving forward. Yeah. Make us. And I think people need to be prepared. And and you can do things like one of my favorite shows I've shown you, John Adams. Like watch that miniseries. It will get you in the spirit of, you know, one of my favorite quotes is my only regret is that I only have one life to give my country. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like such a brilliant quote. You have to you know, look yourself in the mirror and ask if you would really do something, if you would stand and shoot back. You know, you have to ask those questions because we're getting pretty damn close to it. Well, again, and, you know, maybe that'll be the title of this episode is Make Us. Yeah. It's a very powerful statement. It can be a very powerful mantra or motto. Mantra. Make Us. You know, I posted a photo um, here, and I'll read it verbatim for those of you who didn't see it. It was a tweet that Joe Biden didn't put out. His, you know, his people wrote it for him because I don't even think Joe Biden knows how to tweet. Um, the buttons are too small. Joe Biden's Twitter said, I won't be president until January 20th, but my message today to everyone is this, wear a mask. <laughs> and I simply, po I simply posted, make, make us. us. And I think that's where we all need to be. Make us. What are you going to do? I almost feel like Hulk Hogan. What you going to do, brother? <laughs> when America. What? What? Yeah, exactly. But, but, but that's what I mean. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if we say no? This is not what we want. You're not going to force us to take vaccinations. You want to know why? Well, they, well, they did it with, you know, polio and all this. Polio was literally wiping out everybody. Yeah. That's a completely different, it's a completely different thing. I'm telling you right now, if I was, and, and this is just being completely honest, if I was walking outside and there's body bags all on the street and stuff, and people were literally like convulsing and passing out in mm -hmm. work and things, I'd be a little bit more of, you know, maybe there's something to this vaccine thing here. Yeah. We ain't there. I had COVID. 
I'm I'm fine. Jason had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, all of the moms that my wife know have had it. It has literally swept through multiple people that we know now. Yeah. I've what, probably had it. What are we doing? What are we doing? Now, I will give Tate Reeves in Mississippi, my home state, a little bit of props. He's been pissing me off a lot because he's kind of been weak here lately. And Tate, if you're listening to this, sorry, man. It's just how I feel. But he did finally come out and say, well, he's saying it right now at least three months away. But he's like, if Biden tries to lock the entire nation down, we will not participate. I'll believe it when I see it, but I like the statement. Yeah. Who's got the balls? Sorry, lady governors. Who's got the... What the... What... The balls. Who's got the balls <laughs> to say no? We're not doing that. That's where we are. Who's got the, I, I was speaking at the University of Missouri last week, and that was the biggest thing that I said is our problem today is we have Americans who claim they believe things, who claim they stand for something, but yet they're so afraid for people to find out what they actually think and what they actually feel that they hide it. Mm-hmm. I've said this on multiple podcasts, but I'll say it again. Instagram stories piss me off because it's got that close friends thing. And what a lot of people will do is when it comes to their faith, their political preferences, their love of guns, anything like that, they'll post it in their close friends category. Yeah. I don't like talking about it. Because they're worried that George in his basement in Oregon will say something mean to them in the comments section. That they get concerned that someone threatened their child 2,000 miles away. People are so afraid to say what they actually believe and what they actually feel because of comments from people mm-hmm. that they will never meet or never see. Yeah, public isolation. Ever. You will never see these people, ever. And you're afraid of them. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. You got to find your hill. Yeah, but 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 people are afraid of people. It's not like there's a bully at school and you got to go face him. These are people that you will never see. You will never well, know. The left has been successful at beating us into submission and, and making people afraid to wear a MAGA hat. You know, they don't condemn violence against Trump protesters. Or Trump supporters. They That's just, true. They let it happen. It's been 48 hours, and as far as I'm concerned, or as far as I know, unless he's done it since we started this podcast, and by the time you listen to it, maybe he has, but as of right this moment, Joe Biden and Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Harris have not condemned the attacks against Trump supporters. Yeah, and I think the majority Over of the, the left don't either. Because no, they don't. They, they think we're evil, and we think they're evil. Like, we've got too far apart now. Well, I don't know if we can get back. And I'm glad you brought that up. So, they think that we're evil. We think that they're evil. That right there is the precipice, if you will, of every single war ever. Mm -hmm. Okay? When I was in Iraq, I thought they were evil. They thought I was evil. Plain and simple. Who was really right? It depends on who you ask, I guess. Yeah. I'm sure if you ask the Iraqis, they probably say they were right. Yeah, history usually decides that. Exactly. 50 years down the exactly. road. Exactly. So that's my point. We're already there. We've got two sides that hate each other. 
one side more so than the other. We hate conservatives hate the ideals and the, right. the, 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 the direction that Democrats want to take things. Democrats hate conservatives. Mm-hmm. They want conservatives gone. They will dox you. They will humiliate you. They will attack you. They will socially discredit you. They want us removed yeah. from the map. They want one party. But, but right there, that is a threat to stand up against. Mm-hmm. And so we're already there. So what's the next step? The next step is people, if conservatives don't stand up, it's already over, man. We're all going to be, we're going to be Canada 2.0 in 10 years and it's already over with. I think that there is a Pearl Harbor coming. A Pearl Harbor moment where we can no longer deny the fact that we are at war with each other internally. Mm-hmm. And the saddest part about it all is how small the world is these days. See, back when we had a civil war, there wasn't any other countries that could like come and attack us while we were attacking each other. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Now, the world is so small, China can send a missile that'll be here in 10 minutes. Oh, they'd love nothing more than a civil war here. But that's what, I, that's what I'm getting at. We, if we have any shot of saving this, we have to stop it before it, before, before it explodes. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is for conservatives to take the stand right now because there's enough of us. There is enough of us. And if we all go to the table... And say, no, we're not doing this. And it's not going to be easy. It is going to be ugly. It is going to be bloody. People are going to get attacked. That is true. There is no differing of ideals of the direction of a country without people getting hurt in the process. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. The tree of liberty must be cleansed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Yes, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are. We're already there. And we need every single one of you to listen to what we are saying and be ready for what's coming because it, because it is, like I said, the election process is done. It's over with. No one will ever trust it again. So that's going to have to be reformed somehow, some way. How do you fix a nation that is truly divided? One side has to win. And that's, that's, that's the truth. How do you fix a nation that is truly divided? You either separate or one side has to win. That's reality. Yeah. And that's the truth. And that's what we bring you here on Uh. Dear America Uncensored is we bring you the truth. Not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. That's right. Jake, where can they find you? Find me on Parlor at Producer Jake. Yeah, find me at Parlor at Graham Allen. Go follow us there. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again next time. See ya.